Well met. This has been Brode, and you're watching Born to be Cosmo. <laughs> oh, snap. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Born to be Cosmo, a podcast about all things Marvel Snap. I'm here with Nate Wolf and Zombies Go Nom Nom. And uh, I just want to acknowledge that it's been a minute since we've had an episode. Uh, and that's fully on me. I've had a little bit of a crazy schedule of late. I had um, a little bit of a vacation, though. And same. So did Zombies. Yeah, guys, so I think, we, I think we're kind of... All right. Yeah, we're, all right. It's we can we can help uh, shoulder some My of that. My co-hosts are, are are shouldering some of the blame, but uh, yeah, it's been a minute since we've had an opportunity to talk about the game. This is not our usual time that we we uh, do the show live. Typically, that happens on Saturdays at seven p.m. Um, but it wasn't going to work again this weekend, and there's been a lot of things happening with the game, and we we wanted to talk about it. So uh, here we are on an impromptu Thursday night. Uh, but I'm glad that it worked out and that uh, we're here to talk about uh, some Snap. The That's good, right. the bad, and, uh, and the other hey, bad. And the Jeff, yeah, right. We'll, we'll go with that, yeah. <laughs> I, I promise I will try to be objective and I will try to keep it Cosmo tonight. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little negative, but I'm going to really try hard because I know people don't, don't love the negativity, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. No, don't you know, Nate? Being negative, it drives clicks. That's what people tell me. <laughs> I thought it inverted the cost of your cards. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that in all seriousness, um, it's really important to me that I express myself in an authentic fashion. Yeah, no, and, I agree. I agree. No, and, I don't feel like so, we need to pull punches. I uh, yeah. yeah, and and I do think that you know there are going to be some some positive things that we're going to discuss tonight yeah um but you know i i think that um you know i'll start with the elephant in the room which is the the um spotlight the purple elephant in the room the purple elephant in the room the spotlight caches ah. uh, so when we last uh when we last spoke the system was just going live and you know or it just went live and we didn't really have a chance to experience it we wanted to be uh have some time with it and be objective and uh well for those who are watching uh the show uh nate just put a, a meme that i made that kind of sums up my experience which was <laughs> i had uh i had six caches and i wanted one out of the four things in in this week's uh collection of of cards and variants and i got what i wanted after two and i was feeling pretty good about that until i realized that i used two out of my six caches and I started panicking again. And, yeah. and so it, even though I had a positive outcome to my cash opening, I got Galactus, which I didn't want, but it's still pretty cool. And Spider-Ham, which was you know what I really wanted. Um, even though I had a good outcome, it still felt really bad. Um, and that's a problem. I, I think that yeah. overall, like the Spotlight caches, it's a cool idea. My biggest issue with it is that... it you can only like because the rotation is once a week and you can and there's like four options it's it's like virtually impossible to get four spotlight caches in a week unless you yeah. stockpile them which is not yeah. something that the devs want you to do 
it's super annoying because then you have to scroll way down on your stupid collection level. But also like it, if the, it really plays into this whole gotcha thing that I thought that they were trying to get away from because like, say, no, no, no. They needed to repackage the gotcha <laughs> and make it more appealing. If I never the, wanted to get away from like, it. Like I have a solution to this. Like for, for example, like same as you blue, right? I, I, I want the Galactus, like Kim Jacinto, we were just talking off air and Kim Jacinto is one of my favorite artists. I really like his style. It's super cool. I want the Galactus. I like Spider-Ham, but I got a variant that I like better. I don't I don't really like the Nimrod one. I really don't want Wait. You have the Venomized one, right? I do, but I also have the other the hip. I have got the hip one, and I have another one too. Like I've I I opened a bunch of good Spider-Ham ones and like I just Okay, I was about to criticize you for your love of the Venomized variants, but uh... Well, I do, but I have the hip and I think I got I think I I don't know. Anyways, I I packed the so I I opened one and it was the um Ryan Rian Gonzalez one, which is wonderful. It's hilarious to see Spider Ham yeah. eating a hot dog with his mask on. It's really great. Yeah, I like it. Um and, and and Ryan's stuff is is amazing. I think she's a great artist and I really dig her style, but I don't go for the the more cutesy stuff. I go for like the Venom and the Null stuff because I like it. I don't know, it's my thing, I guess. You need but, to let us trade variants. That, I know that would that would degenerate into like Oh, an God. economy but i mean yeah it'd be it nice can't be you... any worse than the economy we uh, have right yeah i, suppose. <laughs> I saw I it know, in, I, in we totally could <laughs> in pokemon they used to in the old pokemon tcg client you it could was a mess oh yeah, it, was it was really it was really pretty bad you, you don't you don't want that i don't want to no, degenerate I, but I, like i don't yeah. trust them to handle that <laughs> if if they so the, the 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 most difficult thing for me i think with these spotlight caches is that because you only get one every 10 collector caches or or however you want to word that or whatever they're called yeah that it, it's just too difficult to get them in time and without like when you don't want all the stuff because it's not like they're all new cards it's like oh you get one new card and some variants and or maybe all variants whatever it, it's just too hard to get without stockpiling and so if they made it like one every five i'd be down but as it stands, like I only had one saved up and I used it like an idiot and I'm just about to hit, I'll hit number two tonight mm-hmm. and I'm going to use it like an idiot and I'm probably going to get Nimrod or a thousand tokens. And then you I'm going to try to, the heart of the cards. I believe I, I will, I will, I will pray to Ben Brode um, before uh, I, I click on my box, but don't do it. Nate does. Go to Snap Zone and read how to optimize your game economy so that you're not gambling. But it's just but, so or, it just like, feels so bad to like I, I hate stockpiling them. <laughs> but you know what? Because the the even now the collector's reserves are so bad, like you may as well not open those either, right? I'm I stopped opening. I've got like I, I think I've got like <laughs> sixty five of those bad boys. Like I just I just hit thirty. I stopped opening them too. I mean, you get so little from them. And it's like I that I'm just gonna you know every time that people have stockpiled they've been rewarded. I now the way I see it is at worst I won't be rewarded nothing ventured nothing gained yeah, or or I will be and and I think that that I, they've made so many changes that I one can only conclude that that they're they're gonna adjust the system they're gonna keep adjusting the system. Well, they will because uh, we already saw they, them change the. 
Yeah, we already saw them change the 50 collector tokens because everyone was bent out of shape about it. And so now, right, we were talking earlier, you got to like open up your collector caches to make sure you have an increment of 100 because otherwise you're just going to be sitting oh, well, on people miss the boat on that 50 like, the tokens forever out. Yeah, like so if you don't know, they changed it. So now your regular boxes instead of 50, you get 100. Oh, Good God. job. Second dinner. You finally wow. did something right. Right. Well, not exactly. They they aren't actually they aren't giving you any more tokens. They're keeping the token amount exactly the same. It's just now, whenever you open a box in that token slot, you're either getting a hundred, or you're getting everyone's favorite reward, a gold conquest ticket. And oh, I'm not at a I'm not at a fifty increment. I got really scared for a second that I was. I'm not. I'm at sixteen sixteen thousand three hundred. We're like yeah. If you got stuck good. with 50 on the end of that, uh, for yeah, the foreseeable yeah. future, uh, you were going to have 50. It would have driven me absolutely nuts. <laughs> yeah, oh, and my I'm goodness. sure it's going to drive a lot of people nuts. I, I saw someone posted about it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll pop like two boxes or whatever until I get 50 tokens and uh, whatnot. But the, the, the whole, it's just like this, this change is like, I feel like it summarizes the type of changes they make to the game economy in a nutshell, where it's like, so the whole reason people don't like the, the regular caches now is because you don't get gold anymore and you don't get many tokens. 50 tokens is like nothing. I think someone said you need like six months of those 50 tokens to get can a Series you, 5 card or something. Can you still open cards in the regular? No. only yeah, Series 3 so. and below. You can't well, get yeah, yeah, them. okay, right. It's just gone entirely. Uh, yeah, so. it's just variants. It's it's other stuff. But the main thing people have been mad about is people are really feeling, especially like free to play or pass only players, are really feeling that loss of gold. Yeah, they used to be able to accumulate gold and get a bundle or a variant they liked. You, you do not accumulate much gold anymore. It's the weeklies. It's the pass. It's those weekend missions. That's about it. I mean, I guess if you get lucky with the the season caches at the end of the season. But you don't get much gold anymore, which, to be honest, like the most mobile games don't actually give away that much of their like paid for currency. Yeah. So I think that's one of those things where we didn't realize how good we had it with the amount of gold we were getting because like <laughs> we had other issues with other parts of the economy. But no one was really complaining about like, hey, I get to save up my gold for like these bundles so I can get like one of the bigger bundles without actually spending $100, right? Whoops. People miss that a lot. That's been like the one of the biggest complaints I've seen about. And the other one is 50 tokens has felt like a slap in the face. It doesn't really get you anywhere. <laughs> uh, they either need to raise the tokens or they need to lower the token prices on the cards. And so instead of like listening to that feedback and iterating on that feedback in a way that makes people happy, they decided to just slap us with a gold conquest ticket and call it a day when I I'm sorry, but a, a gold conquest ticket is worthless. They're, they're, I've seen some people say, oh, I can't believe people are complaining because they're literally giving us something else for free. I I'm sorry. If you value a gold conquest ticket as anything other than a handful of boosters, I, I really like question how you put value in perspective because it's, it's worthless. And yeah. not only is it like next to worthless, there are a lot of people who do not like conquest because conquest is the opposite of like the proposition of snap. What makes Snap fun for a lot mm -hmm, of people yeah. is these quick little games, seeing different decks. Like, that is why a lot of people like Snap. And a lot of people do not like Conquest because you don't like playing against the same deck over and over again. Uh, it, it's a lot longer. You can't just play a quick game. It's a 
commitment. Uh, the queue times have been going up. There are a lot of reasons people don't really like Conquest, and we're seeing that as the queue times get longer, what, like two months into its release, which is not a great sign. And this feels like they're trying to point people more in the Conquest direction by giving them mm -hmm. these gold tickets. But, like, it, I don't think it's going to work. I think you're just making a lot of people mad because even though you're getting the same amount of tokens, a lot of people don't perceive it that way. They think it's a legitimate coin flip a 50 and last right? month remind me you could buy gold in with conquest medals i, I think i bought 200 gold so that's there was that's... a little bit of gold in the conquest store uh but it was it's pretty pretty insignificant and i don't think there is any this month i will have oh, to no. check real quick they changed up their they've been messing with the rewards um like they they increased the prices of like medals and or how many medals you needed last month and then this month they've decreased them they're there's still there is 200 this month. Okay, so they still have a little bit of gold in the conquest. The, to me, the main reward of conquest is yeah, your gold, your credits, and that cool like variant you get. But mm -hmm. you can do that without having to play a crazy amount of it over the course of the month. But overall, the actual progression value you get is very negligible. It's it's not much. They aren't giving you much that actually helps you. Like to me, the cosmetic is the draw. Like 200 gold, like 300 credits or something, it's it's a drop in the bucket. It's very small. Um, it's a nice bonus, you know, if you want to play Conquest, hey, it's free stuff. But uh, the the thing that gets me is the, the perception issue where people assume when you say, hey, it's a 50% chance of one thing and 50% chance of another, that it's like flipping a coin. And as we all know, when you flip a coin, you're not guaranteed to get heads than tails and heads than tails. You could have a lot of heads come up in a row. And so I think a lot of, is a concept. Yes. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are like, man, I could get unlucky and get gold tickets instead of tokens. And then I'm actually getting worse stuff when that isn't actually how it works. It's they basically have a system built in where it evens out. So you you can't get that unlucky. You you objectively are getting the same amount of tokens. But this is a classic like issue where that's not communicated well at all to the player base. And to the player base, perception is reality. So they're going to take you at face value when you, they see the numbers and they say, hey, it's a 50-50. There's a chance I actually get less than I got before. And like, it just baffles me how they can make a change like this with probably like the most negative optics possible and think, yeah, this is a good thing that's going to make people happy and ease up some of the things people are mad about. It's just like, what are they smoking <laughs> to come to that conclusion? Because yeah. I can't figure it out. It's like you're asking for people to get mad. Like, they were already mad, and you're making them more mad with something that I'm guessing they thought would make them slightly less mad or happier. It's just, it's, it's almost impressive how out yeah. of touch it feels. So, okay, so you'll have... So you have the perception of the spotlight caches versus the regular caches and, and all that. Now, part of the, the, there was a lot of very deep detailed assessment that was made of the new economy. Um, and uh, one of the, 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 the people, uh, she authored the, the guide on how to mm -hmm. optimize your economy on SnapZone, Lauren, um, she noted that you can stealth buff or stealth nerf this this system by um increasing mm -hmm. the size of pool five and i suppose pool four or decreasing them and this month it was kind of a real comedy of errors so 
I just want to be really clear because there's a lot of confusion about this. All cards that are releasing this month are Series 5. Mm-hmm. Now, the way that we came to this information was a little bit of a, of a, of a winding road. So there was the data dump or the data mine from the last patch where everyone noted, oh, everything's releasing a Series 5. LOL flexible series drops, etc. Mm-hmm. I can think of, of another... Uh, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of yeah. people said, well, hey, this is a data That's mine. Crazy. Things have been changed. Things have been wrong. Don't draw any conclusions. And I don't know where it was. I think it was on the... the something that was published online um several of the cards this month were slated for series four um the snap news twitter uh run by browday that i got wrong because i'm old and i can't remember anything um he posted the the hey the, these cards are dropping in series four this month and it was quickly uh retracted because secondary was like no 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 that's not right it's really all series five so series and five, series five, series five. <laughs> why are they so doing it, that like that that's so it's like they originally were going to go to series four or five and then changed it because what they're doing by releasing everything into series five is they're pulling the 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 the, the levers a little bit to adjust the economy and it's and it's in a direction that 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 will it's not going to make it obscenely worse and and in fact just about anyone who's engaged with the system can mitigate the change through optimization which they don't want people to do but it's still a trend in a direction that is of concern and uh yeah i mean it kind of sucks that everything's series five right um there another idea here is they're still trying to drain those token reserves because uh, I don't think this is a majority of the player base, but I think between last month and this month, uh-huh. the goal is they want to drain people's token reserves because you don't build up tokens quickly at all anymore. And tokens let you circumvent their awful new system. Um, and that's what I have been doing, is I opened caches on the Gene Week. I decided to gamble one cache for the Rian Ham. I got lucky with it. That was cool. I liked the other cosmetics, so I was okay with another outcome. But... I have mainly like last last month I I bought the series 4 cards with tokens cuz I didn't want anything in the caches but the card and so mm-hmm. I just bought the card with tokens I had saved up and I was like wow this is this feels much better I yeah. get what I want and that's been like a very you know we've talked about it a bunch I mean I've I've talked about it until like my face turns blue for like months that their goal is removing uh agency it's very clear they don't like agency, and that goes into their whole unique collection shtick. And uh, this system is taking agency away from people. And the the counter argument I always see is, well, technically it's not taking away agency from people because if you save up four caches, you boom, you get agency. And hey, maybe you even get the card in the first or the second one, and then you can save up the other two, and you have agency again sooner. The but, whole point was that you weren't supposed to have to do that, though, right? Like, Yeah, it's just, it's by design, they want less agency over what you're getting, because eventually you're going to get unlucky, or eventually they're going to be two weeks back-to-back where you want the card, and you only have four saved up, and it's not going to work out, and then the easy fix there is to just break out the credit card and fix that problem, and it just feels very obvious to me and they've they've been doing stuff like this for months i mean i complained about it a lot when they uh 
when they got rid of the Series 3 cards from the token shop, and then eventually they added them back in, but it's a random pull now. It's like it, the writing has been on the wall for forever, and a lot of people just don't really seem to like to talk about it or acknowledge it or whatever, but it's it's been a very obvious trend. Because in beta, the one thing we asked was, please, Second Dinner, please give us agency. Pool 3 sucks. We <laughs> that's amazing. Um, it, it sucks. We wanted agency. That was literally the biggest piece of feedback we gave in the whole beta. And it took a while, but the token shop came out and we finally had the agency we were asking for. And as time has gone on, we have only really regressed from that initial agency. And that is a feature, not a bug in the eyes of the company, because like it wouldn't just keep happening like this if it was an accident. It, it's an intention. And it lines up with their philosophy. Uh, I mean, they even said they one thing they like about the spotlight caches is it helps make it so that people have more unique collections. Whereas before, everyone was just saving up for, oh, this is the most powerful card of the month. Guess I'll just save my tokens for that. They literally, in one of the questions, they said this. They didn't like how, and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I'm sorry, that's that's your fault for releasing a bunch of bad cards around a good card. Like... But now you can just open a bad card and then you you're stuck with it. Right? Open. I don't know. I told that in the in the like the survey or whatever. It's like I've never played a game before where it like the developer made it so difficult to get what you needed to play the game. Like or or the or they like the whole purpose of it was for you to not have a complete collection. Are you joking me? And then charge me a hundred dollars for a variant? Like, get out of here. This is stupid. It's just crazy when you realize those spotlights are essentially like, I think like 50 or $60 in value. If you want to put in money to get another one, it's like, that is well. And, and so, okay. So say I want X 23 and, and she's going to be in. So the only way to get tokens now is to get through bundles, which, which are, there aren't even many good token bundles. I No, there really aren't. If you didn't buy that, like crazy, the variants, the variant chasers are going to get probably the most tokens by by happenstance not that it's efficient to do so no but, but they're uh, expensive like if yeah, you if you true. want a token bundle it's gonna be 50 bucks right yeah. like easy yeah, like 50 dollars really right very good token bundles and especially for series five cards like six thousand tokens that's a lot of on now that's a lot of money like but but say i want all three of these cards it's impossible it's impossible because i'd have to in order to guarantee it i'd have to have 12 collector's caches saved up and like that's just yeah. not doable that's and and it's three months it, it, it's kind of ridiculous and so here i am like gambling on trying to get the stupid variant that i want and missing um but i you know the 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 neat thing about that is i think you doing that is more accurate to the average snap player than mm -hmm. the people who are optimizing it like i know it's not hard to optimize this but like a lot of people just want to open their damn boxes like yeah like, i don't i i yeah. saw empty open his he was like you know what i'm gonna go for it you know three out of the four things I, i'm kind of interested in one i want the most but the others are okay i just hope i don't get the tokens and then what does he get <laughs> the tokens and hey the I funny guess thing is variant, like but... i'd rather have honestly i don't I, I don't mind getting the to like I kind of like getting the tokens if I'm honest because other the alternative I mean, is to was, but... I'd rather have tokens than a crappy variant that I yeah. don't want but I feel that. 
but like I, I just it's just so difficult to get like to progress 10 well like uh 10 collectors cash levels um, yeah it's like that's all your that's all your dailies and like it's uh, not even it, it's just there, it's just not basically. yeah and so it's, you know yeah. so we've got what three more days until they flip right and so like what are the chances I can get one more? Like maybe, maybe if I really grind, like, no, you can't, <laughs> you, I don't think what, uh, let's see. It's Monday. I think resets on Monday. Yeah. There's, there's no way that you, unless you like pay money, you are not, you're not going to get another spotlight cash. Um, it, it, it yeah, it's well, it's and just... so it, it, it makes me not want to like spend money on this game it's it doesn't feel like your money goes very far this has been like the issue with the game since the beginning is from a free-to-play perspective and this is why a lot of people i think like adamantly defend the game like you get a lot of stuff for being free to play or pass only in this game yeah yeah like if you are that type of player i can totally understand the perspective where you're like why are people complaining like uh, I'm getting all this stuff and I spend 10 bucks. Like how, how can people want more? But the thing is, is that people in that group, like they have a different expectation out of the game relative to what they're putting into the game. And this is why like different groups are never going to see eye to eye on this because you have very different expectations when you're someone who spent like how many, how many months has it been since snap came out? It's been like 10 months or something. So you've spent, let's say you're a pass-only spender, you spent $100 over 10 months. Well, when you have some people putting in like 10 or 20 or more times that into the game, they're going to have different expectations to, to get out of what they've put in. And I think that's where a lot of the disconnect happens, is like, I think if I was a season pass-only person or a free-to-play person, I would view the game more charitably, but like when you see how expensive it is if you want to get some of the cosmetics or if you want to chase, you know, close to a full collection or the, the mad men that actually do maintain a full collection, like it gets absurd. Yeah. Um, and I think that's Impossible. where there's a very big disconnect in the player base because neither side really like sees it from the other side's perspective because mm. what they, are willing to pay for and what they are expecting to get out of it. They're just vastly different things. Um, and I, it's weird in a way because, and I've seen so many people mention this, it really, it feels like your money go a lot. Of, the reason so many people are pass only spenders is because they feel like their money really doesn't go that far when you're spending beyond the pass. And I think that's true. And that's why a lot of the people like us who don't mind spending more money on the game get frustrated with it because if the game is going to have such high prices, I want to feel like I'm at least getting my money's worth out of it. And I, I feel like most people don't feel that way. Oh, <laughs> um, dude. Okay. So spending a lot of money, even the, the, the people who have all the variants and whatever, I, we're even starting to see complaints from them about like, Hey, releasing a $100 pro bundle and then a $100 Stegron bundle, you know, a few days apart, that's a little much. And the, the, when they're complaining, like, I think you, you know, there's, there's something not right going on with their monetization. So I, I had one like collector's cash and then one spotlight cash. Mm -hmm. And I opened my, I opened my collector's cash 
and it was a gold ticket. Okay, it was like slap oh, on boy. the slap on the face, right? And I'm like, okay, all right, I I took one for the team. Like that'll that'll be my good juju to get my my good you know spotlight cash and open it as a thousand tokens like slap the other's cheek like all right all right i see i see how it is now imagine if you paid fifty dollars for that that cash because that's what it would cost for you to gamble on another one yeah no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it i just can't i just (laughs) can't afford it like it's not it's It's just it's not worth it like i'll i'll just suck it up and and be like okay my galactus variant that i really want I, i will just come to grips and know that i can't have it rotates or whatever Uh, yeah and uh you know whatever or i'll get it you know it'll be some time at least i have some hope that like we're seeing now these like beta variants are available and they're not even that expensive like those are actually pretty good value if you want if you want them and so maybe you know a year from now or something uh It'll they basically be said they're going to go to the store after some point, but it's going to be, I think they said the earliest is like six months, which to me says like, it's probably going to be like a year. Like, I, I don't think they're actually going to do it in six months. I think they really want to drive up the artificial scarcity because that's, what's working on like people like us, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I have most of the cards in the game. Like the only cards I do not have are are cards. I do not care to have for the most part. I guess Echo would be kind of neat to mess around with, even though I still think it's bad. But like, I I don't care that much. I have her. Um, she's not very good. I know. I'm. Niche. I dude. I I'm not. I I I have a complete collection. Uh, surprise. And I. Oh really? I, I, I do actually. That. I do. And you um, even have Howard. I do. And. Oh God. And uh, but like, and I've I tried playing with them. Howard's How not good. Go? <laughs> Howard sucks. Echo's not very good either. And I know there's going to be people who say that like the card is good because you want to lie to yourself to feel like your tokens were worth the money it's that you paid. It's justification, right? Like, but yeah. but like, I don't feel like Echo's any better than Ghost. I mean, Jean Grey's not bad. I lost to Jean Grey the other day because I couldn't play my card where I wanted to play it. Um, and like, there's some good cards. I think we're back to the days I remember talking about the economy in a sense of like saving up your tokens because for a good card and trying to then gamble on local, what's a good card and what's not. Um, And I think we're kind of back to that a little bit just because some cards are just not worth it. And like you, I guess you got to, unless there's a variant that you like really want, but, but it's more convoluted now. And now the variants are where they really get people. Cause like, yeah, I gotta That's stop, man. I gotta to stop go for for weeks that you wouldn't otherwise, right? Like this week wasn't even a new card week, right? Like you weren't even going for a new card. You were just going for, and uh, I I get that because like I'm more interested in the variants most of the time than the new cards, but like. That's also because I can circumvent their stupid system because I have like fifty thousand tokens. Um, well, so I'm I'm just sitting on like a, a a horde and I'm using them to get around the system, but eventually I'm gonna run out. And then it's going to not be as wise to go for like variants and whatnot. Cause like you're going to need to use those on new cards if you want to get new cards as they come out. I really want, I think I, I probably won't use any more until the September 4th through 11th week because I want that Jeff and I want the Ghost Spider. That one is good. I like it's the Venom ones, week. and so it's like, but I already have the Art Germ Venom, so maybe it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I have the Art Germ, so that's why I'm skipping that week. Like, I have 
I have the two other Jeff variants. I have the I have the Art Dream Ghost Spider. I just don't need that week. Um, it, it annoys me a lot that, and we were talking about this before we started recording. It oh, let's talk about the Dan Hip. Let's yeah. let's talk about it because it's. I mean, we're there. It's, it's just it's <laughs> so frustrating to me that so like when they were like pitching the spotlight caches, they were making it seem like hey, you know these they're these premium. Variants, it's premium art. That's what they yeah, said. Yeah, it's like these aren't just going to be, you know, regular variants or whatever. These are going to be like super special ones you can only get here, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, like, and some of that is true, right? Like, some of these are, are really, really cool. Hey, the uh, first like, week when we got Art Germ, Jean Grey. And yeah, we, that week was great. And we got the Knoll. Uh, yeah. And some stuff like, well, I was like, whoa, okay, they weren't joking. We were all pretty happy with it, right? With the variants, right? As variant collectors, we were like, oh, these are pretty sweet. They were right, good. If they, if they do this often, like, maybe it's not so bad. But now we're seeing, so we, we saw before Jeff is, he's getting the Dan Hip one. And when it was only one, I was like, all right, it's like an anomaly. Also, fun fact, there are no other data mined Jeff variants. So it's like the only other They're one rare, we even know yeah. about. But... Uh, there was a little bit of data mine information, not not quite as much this time around with the patch, but uh, Mobius and Ravona, the cards that are coming in September, their spotlights are also going to be their Dan Hip variants. Now, and let me just, just say, I love Dan Hip, so don't, I'm not a Dan Hip hater. Dan Hip is one of my favorite, like, I, they're, they're super fun. And I don't really... I don't I'm the, don't go in for like the whimsical chibi baby cards. It's just not my jam, but I love the Dan Hip. I don't know. And so yeah, there's I nothing like wrong with Dan Hip. Like nothing wrong with Dan Hip. It's the it's the hey, you're putting a 700 gold variant in this like quote unquote super rare collector's cache right. that took me 8 years to Here's here's the analogy, all right? If if Marvel Snap variants were like food right mm-hmm. dan hip is like the 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 awesome burger right it's it's good the dollar burger yeah well, not a dollar burger that's the pixel right pixels the <laughs> yeah, 69 right. cent burger from mcdonald's no it's, yeah, it's those it's, don't exist anymore it's a quality variant was a value proposition it was like a contract between second dinner and the player whereby we're going to offer you these cool variants at this price point and i think that that people there are some people who don't like them, but I think by and large, people people enjoy them and people buy them. And so yes. they're thinking, they're going after you, Nate, because you're like, well, I have all these Dan Hip variants. Wouldn't it be cool if I had a Dan Hip deck? Yeah. And now they're saying, hey, you want to have a Hip Monkey or Jeff or any of these cards that not only are um, iconic characters, but also the glue that makes a lot of these archetypes go. I don't know. You know, it probably isn't as nefarious as all that, but I mean, it does feel bad that it went from being, you know, a a, a common tier thing to something premium. There was this burger place in Montreal. It, it, it's closed now. It was open in the in like the early like 2010s, and they were charging like 30, 40 bucks for a burger, and like you know, <laughs> it was they put truffles on it and stuff, but it was still a freaking burger, you know, and the place closed down. And as good as it was, it felt that, that going to a restaurant for that kind of food item at that premium price point was a little bit of a mismatch. And, 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 and yes, art is subjective, but like, I feel like they just retroactively went in and said, you know what, we're going to determine um, the premium premium stuff based on on sales, right? We're going to we're going to we're going to take capitalist supply and demand mantra and, and, and just kind of 
just shuffle things around as, as we see fit. And, and and you know what? Maybe that's smart from a, a, a min-maxing perspective. We want to maximize their, their returns. But um, it also, I think, is a little bit of a, a, a mindshare uh, loss. Um, you know, I... I'm not going to get Dan, the Dan Hip Jeff or any of the other premium ones. Uh, and now, like, when it was just Jeff, like, all right. But, like, I was excited for the Dan Hip Hip Monkey. And now that I have to use one of those premium spotlight chests, uh, reserves, caches, whatever they're called, um, and potentially have to open four of them. I mean, I lost my mind when I had to open up two. And that was, like, an above average return. Uh, what's going to happen when when I low roll, right? The game shouldn't create this anxiety um, when it comes to engaging with a key aspect of it. And I think that, by and large, the feedback has been neutral to negative. I, I imagine that as time marches on, um, we'll, we'll continue to see the opinion shift. People are going to feel bad about it. People are not going to be able to get the things that they want. People are going to have to spend um, a lot of money to get the things that they want if that's the route they want to If take. I'm a new player and all I want is the new card and I, I have three spotlight caches and I open all three and I get not the new card, I'd be like super bummed. And, and that's not even me. You know, I, I'm just I'm digging for like a variant because I want one. Like I don't need it. Whatever. Um the card sucks because they killed it anyways so whatever i tried playing it on my lunch break and just kept losing but like yeah yeah it it, it, it 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 does feel pretty bad well i mean you know i think it's pretty obvious uh that we are not fans of the system i i do want to touch on one last thing before we kind of shift and talk about um balance and meta um, and this is kind of a, a no-nonsense, um, objective kind of um, state of the union on where we are with the collection system. And this was uh, a series of three tweets by Lauren. And, um, you know, I think that uh, Lauren can speak to the to the mechanics of the economy with a great deal of authority. I mean, Agreed. whether you like it or not is is opinion and, and, and subjective. Um, but but yeah, uh, I mean, basically, she noted that on the 22nd of uh, um, uh, of August, um, so this coming month, the pool of Series 4 and Series 5 cards will reach 32. And that excludes Dokken. Um, that's large enough that the new economy no longer represents improved card acquisition for a certain set of players. And this set are the free-to-play players who open spotlight caches as soon as they're earned, right? So people who are not hoarding, they just, they get it, they open it. Uh, I promised all along that I'd be critical of the new system when it uh, fails to deliver on the promise of more cards for more players. This time, just around the corner, uh, uh, the, the time, that time, sorry, I can't read. That time is just around the corner for some. In other words, for some people, they're gonna be worse off now than they were before. Forget about whether they believe they're better off or they believe they're worse off, the perception, um, they will be, by by and large, you know, fact-based, doing worse under the new system. And, you know, Lauren then asks, is this a problem? I uh, don't know, although I'm quite sure there will always be casual players who open their spotlight caches as soon as they receive them. The concept of saving caches is widely understood. That's interesting if that statement is correct, 
because they don't want us to save our caches, right? They want us to open them as soon as we get them. They don't want us to hoard. They want us to get cards. They want us to play them. Um, so technically speaking, then, Nate, for you and I, um, we, we you know, buy some bundles. We buy the battle pass. Technically speaking, this new system is still to our personal benefit. But here's the, the crazy thing about it. We've spent the last hour talking about how it doesn't feel like it, how it feels worse. It's, and I think and I'd I rather think spend the tokens on the card, frankly, than try to gamble my super rare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like okay. taking the I've got a one in four chance of opening the card I want versus just being able to buy the card I want. Like it's a no brainer. And it and it, it it's just a like I get it. Hey, if you've got the card, cool. It you then you get a chance to get the alternate art. Like, okay, I get that. But when it's a new card, it's like, oh, I, I want the new card so I can play with it. I don't need the cool, I don't need the cool new, like shiny skin, whatever. Like, I just want to play with the new card and not being able to necessarily do that is, is rough. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, we're going to have to monitor the situation. But I, I would say this, don't expect the... Um, they might tweak the levers a little bit with this new system, but I think that this system's here to stay. Um, yeah, and, no, and the I reason I say this is because they, they invested in UI design to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. They don't want that to go to waste. I mean, for that simple reason. But in the roadmap, also they're, too. They're, One of the, they're... that they have more improvements to spotlight caches is in their in-development section of the... Well, yeah, that's they're... even more reason to like just hoard them then, which is like... I really don't want to open another golden ticket ever. That felt that that I the gold ticket is like I'd rather have fifty tokens than a gold ticket. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like it's yeah. more and it feels worse. It's it's yeah. objectively, technically more than we got before, and they found a way to make it feel less good than it did before. Which <laughs> didn't, is I didn't I mean, know it was possible. It's almost remarkable. <laughs> it, it really yeah. is. And I see we were talking about the the bloat of the the series four and the series yeah. five. Yeah, and yeah. We reviewed just... uh, Lauren's assessment that like now the system objectively represents a worse economy for free to play players. But I was just saying like, but it's still even though if it benefits me um, quantitatively, qualitatively, it still feels worse. Exactly, and feeling is reality, and I really feel like that's the biggest disconnect that yeah. second dinner has uh, with their more engaged section of the community is that it doesn't matter how you spin it. It doesn't matter if it is technically better. If that is not how it's perceived, it it just doesn't matter because people are going to go off of what they feel like the amount of people who, I think it's important that people do the math and I think it's great that people do the math so we can find this stuff out. But like that isn't going to just giving people that information is not enough to override people's own feelings a lot of the time. Mm. Like if the system makes them feel a certain way, knowing that it's technically not as bad as it feels isn't really going to to make them not feel that way because they they felt that way already. Like it, it just doesn't make sense. And then the the seeing the cards in series four and five really annoyed me because like. I'm pretty sure more than half, maybe even 75% of the 
uh, of the cards in Series 4 right now would be Series 3, uh, which is if you're Series 3 complete, those are free cards. So, like, this is the part that really gets me is that as imperfect as the original system was, I think there were a lot of players who were happy or content with, you know, maybe they made peace with the fact that they weren't getting new cards on release often. You know, maybe one new card release a month with their generated tokens. They made peace with that because they knew as long as they were okay with being patient, they would get those cards a little bit further down the line and they wouldn't have to pay the crazy amounts of money people were paying to get all the new cards or most of the new cards on release. And I think the issue here was I think they were second dinner was making not nearly as much money as they wanted to because so many people just were like, well, your prices are too crazy for like those because it was like at one point it was like a hundred yeah a hundred a card I wonder outside if, of your initial token. so sure the money part of it is 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 certainly a factor one thing that that i had not considered is i wonder how much of this was influenced by the galactus fiasco and and the galactus fiasco is not that they nerfed galactus that's just how the the the, the tale ends the fiasco is that they created this like artificial saturation of it because there was all this pent up demand because people wouldn't spend their tokens for the yes. same reason. Mm-hmm. So they bought the big bads, which is not a term. They were the so only safe buy, right? Exactly. And and I mean, so you had that, and and the card is cool, and the effect is cool, and it didn't have like, you know, the, it's the funniest thing because like it wasn't. <laughs> it was it was not a good performer when they nerfed it but like it was it was it was a huge presence on ladder like, like almost what like close to 20 you mean the first some nerf? segments like when they they first hit it the first or like the actual nerf the the first quote-unquote nerf no, <laughs> no like no, the big I, I mean the second one the, 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 change, the, the yeah. one power i don't even that that that, that, that happened before most people even got the card right like yeah because that, that was, was when that was... it was still really hard to get yeah i think you know that you know that situation where you're playing like an rpg or something and or like let's say let's use pokemon as an example and you get those like elixirs the stuff that restores your moves and whatnot and you have that kind of like too good to use syndrome where you're like, I need to yeah. save this for a moment where I really need it. So, mm-hmm. And then you beat the game and you look and you have like 10 of them. <laughs> that's me right and there. Yeah, I've done that so many I times. I think that's what a lot of people were doing with tokens is yeah. they were like, these tokens are so valuable. I don't want to just burn it on a new card if like I don't need that card right away. And then the big bads incentivize people to gravitate towards those cards because those were the only ones that were never dropping in price. All the others, they would just drop down over time. And Uh so people just kept hoarding and hoarding, uh, getting the big bad and then just holding resources for a card they really, really wanted. And then would just drop. So what's the uh... time? What's the um the actor's name that played Kang in uh, Quantumania that's in all that legal trouble because he turns out Jonathan he's not a... Jonathan Banks? Jonathan something. Anyways, they, they're probably going to recast him or, or... No, that's or... that's the dude from Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Majors. So they're probably going to recast him or, or drop the no, character. Uh, Something's going to happen. They can't drop the character. Um, it's too pretty, big, think... yeah. Some recent stuff came out where, like, it sounds like he's in the clear. Like the, oh, the is person, he? the person who was accusing him, apparently, like, skipped out of the country or something. Like, uh, but it wasn't. 
there were several complaints. Anyways, I was gonna joke that if they recasted him, then then Kang won't be a big bad anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and because you know what, of because of the lore, it's kind of a, <laughs> a the lore. Oh my god, it's kind of a slap <laughs> in the face, though, right? Because we we get these um these it's a big bad. It's never gonna drop. Um, and then so, so you know they're you're incentivized to to get them because of the scarcity, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh well. We're just gonna throw them in these spotlight caches. So if you don't have them, you get them that way. And it's like it takes all the rarity out as well. Because then, like, oh hey, well, you... big bad just it doesn't matter as a concept anymore unless you're getting them with tokens. And like, it doesn't really make sense to get. Well, if nothing ever drops from C from series five, then it well, doesn't even matter. <laughs> you're, you're, you're big bad, and yeah, then you've got like true. big. Big Q, right? You've got Hitmonkey, you've got Jeff. They're never... Like, yeah, it's like they're stuff. taking forever to drop now, and the, it's just crazy because their whole argument about the system was more cards for more players, but here's here's my question. Like, is it really more... And this, this ties into, like, basically the point Lauren made about the size of the system. When you yeah. hit a certain point, it really isn't more cards for more players because more... Uh, I'm assuming Series 3 complete players here because, let's face it, like... That is a pretty significant portion of the player base at this point. Like, yeah, there are still people moving through Series 3. There are still new players. But I think a lot of the, especially the more engaged player base, I feel like is close to, if not Series 3 complete. So you would be getting a lot of these cards that we're seeing in Series 4 that you might not have currently just by being Series 3 complete and having rotations happen. Like, let's let's look through here. Darkhawk, Null, Modoc. Negasonic, I think Master Mold, All right. Nimrod. Like there's so many of these would be series three. Yeah, I I it I so I'm gonna have to table a motion that we move on. I I, yeah. I get it. We're uh, all, I've said all we're all very about passionate it. about it. But I think that I, I wanna call out that as we shift to talk about the balance updates and you know, talk about the game, we're like an hour in and we haven't talked about the game. Like yeah. that that in itself. I mean, that's just well. The game, the game is podcast, the, right? the game is fun. Like, I don't have any real complaints about the game. Um, um, no. I don't think many people have a lot well, of complaints about the actual gameplay. Except right now. one of the balance changes that that came up, but but I don't. Maybe that's my, not a complaint. But my a, but poor Spider Man's dead. Um, so why don't we why don't we talk about the the two balance updates? Uh, so there were two balance updates since we last met. There was an OTA. Um, where there were several changes, and some of them came as a fairly big surprise. And then we had the major patch uh, where you have to download the client uh, last Tuesday with some further updates that were also surprising. I, 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 they were to me. They weren't things that uh, uh, I saw coming. In fact, nothing in this OTA I saw coming. So um, I don't think most people did. Like I think these were the, the only thing I'm mad about is no, no rescue buff. Feels bad, man uh yeah it was right. interesting to yeah i know you were predicting that uh, because of the um i thought bundle. it'd be the patch not the ota because i figured if they tweak rescue it's going to be bigger than ota can handle but like this was this was a pretty out there ota i think one of the more positively received ones i think i i really don't think anyone had anything negative to say about this one because because there were no nerfs <laughs> There's nobody to make mad. <laughs> I, I have actually seen all of these cards played significantly more since the buffs. Yeah, I'll say that for sure. I mean, 
it hasn't broken the game or, or Korea. I mean, the, the, so I think they were fine changes. I think that um, the one, the big sleeper of these, and we probably should just go through them really quickly for um, those that are listening and not watching for, for the, the few that still do. Uh, on August 3rd, they um, buffed and or changed uh, one, two, three, four, five cards. Hawkeye, Hulkbuster, Vision, Captain Marvel, and Absorbing Man. Um, Hawkeye was changed from uh, a one-one that gets plus two when the next card, when a card is played there the following turn, to plus three, uh, which is you know a one-three is premium stat line. Hulkbuster went from being a three-four to a three-five. Again, three-five, pretty premium stat line. Vision uh, changed from a five-seven to a five-eight. We talked about this earlier, the black bolt effect, right? Yep. Seven to eight for a five drop is is pretty huge. And and I actually think that uh, that might be the sleeper change that uh, will probably have the most uh, effect on the game. Uh, Captain Marvel changed from a five, six to a four, five, uh, Mm -hmm. making it a lot more flexible and putting it into that coveted Zabu range and absorbing Mm -hmm. men going from a four, three to a four, five. Um, which is a pretty significant buff. Um, you know, Enchantress got a whole lot better going from a 4-4 four, four to a 4-5. I know it went to 6 and then back down to 5, but still, it's good It's good at a 4-5. And, and, you know... Uh, it's just a much more respectable stat line. Like, yeah. before you were really paying a premium for that copy effect, and honestly, it just wasn't really worth it. Whereas now, you're getting, like, a... a pretty fairly or decently statted body for a powerful effect if you have the, your deck built around it like it, yep. both both absorbing and captain marvel i think are really really good changes vision those, yeah vision looking good too i mean sherry red skull uh pretty decent performing I think he's underrated but, like i think he's yeah. better than like people assume but vision's been bad for so long like nobody wants to play him but i've seen a few people play him i think he's like a lot better of a card but with this, he also, I think they said in the patch notes, like part of the idea with these changes was to give more options against the things that were closing down lanes. Because then if you have Vision or Captain Marvel, if these cards are a bit more playable, maybe that tones down the lane lock stuff a bit. Uh, fun fact, Hawkeye and Magic are still in the bot Cerebro 3 deck. I learned that the other day. They played <laughs> well, their Hawkeye and it ruined their whole Cerebro. It was pretty amazing. So they're they're just taking it to a, a literal extra new uh, height. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, th- this didn't really change a whole lot. People experimented with Hawkeye and Bounce, uh, which is still a very good deck. People are not really playing it. I don't think Hawkeye makes the cut. No, um, I, don't, I don't think he's Vision. Enough. I tried it. Vision's really good. I think you want to play that in in lockjaw decks. I just haven't made the switch. I don't know what I'd want yeah. to cut, but but lockjaw, having an extra having an extra good. five drop, maybe actually you drop Dracula for Vision. Yeah, maybe I could I could see. That. I think he's definitely not been experimented with as much as some of the other cards. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna take. Well, I kind of like Dracula for other reasons, but I, I think that Vision, because the only 5-drop in that deck is Jane Foster, and, and sometimes you don't have anything to do on 5 and it feels bad, but playing a 4 on 5 is good because you're playing Evo. Anyways, I'll stop talking about this, but uh, Vision, you know, 5-8 is a really good stat line and a powerful ability, so I think that's a good, uh, a good, good, good change. Yeah. 
Um, so that was the OTA, and then um, this past Tuesday, uh, on the 8th, five days later, there was a patch patch uh, that required a download, and there were some balance changes there, uh, so we can quickly review those. Um, what, what even was there aside from Spider-Man? Was there anything else? Um, yeah, anything hold else? on. Let's. Uh... There were some like technical things, like the negative change. Oh, so actually six oh, yeah. changes. Actually, the oh, thing was few. was pretty there significant. So yeah. there was a Spider-Man rework. We'll leave that for last. The thing, um, a a nerf whereby it could hit the same character three times. Now it has to spread it amongst three. So um, the Evo, the the D. The, the neutering of high evo is complete, right? They hit Wasp, they hit Hulk, yeah. they hit the I'm thing. shocked to see this, honestly. Um, like, I really didn't expect them to do this. I don't think I, it's bad or anything, but I'm surprised. No. Well, I mean, evo was such a power outlier. It was obscene. Yeah, so, but most of the evo decks weren't running the thing. That's what's They like, started to at the end. They started yeah, to. They at, said at, there was data backing it up. So, like, I believe yeah. it. And effectively, it did make the thing a 4 9 that couldn't get Shang-Chi. So, like, yeah, that's super strong. And, like, as people have mentioned, if you're doing this against, like, a wide board, this has better synergy with Abomination now. Because if you spread more debuffs, the Abomination yeah. gets cheaper. So, like, it, it's a pretty relatively light tapping i think most people are pretty all right with this change yeah no one was over it doesn't about it. seem yeah yeah i don't think that i think people really... just don't run the thing anymore now <laughs> but like i don't know he he, I, he was never really the star of high evo to begin with so the next four cards are not really balance changes but some mechanical reworks um so uh negative now um can't make your cards more expensive than six energy so like for example um if you flip jane foster mm -hmm. right you, you, she becomes now a six uh a six five instead of a um an eight an eight five which is basically unplayable unplayable yeah yeah um yeah. rogue now copies the on reveal in addition to the ongoing if the card has that so for like example yeah, so like before, if you rogued uh, Electro for all the players that did that, you wouldn't get the extra energy, but you'd get the limitation, right? Now mm -hmm. now you get both. Uh, magic um, can now be played after turn five. It just won't do anything, which is a change. I think that's how it works, yes? Am yeah, I... you can just... Uh, it's funny, the, the graphic here is... It's old magic. <laughs> um, I, I think that may have been a little slip-up, but yeah, basically... Oh, I. I'm asking because I can't read the text, so I'm just going off of memory. Yeah, so, it doesn't uh, work. Basically, the on reveal doesn't go off if you play. You can play her on turn six now, but you won't get limbo. Uh, whereas before, you could not play her on turn six. And finally, cable um, now takes the top, top card. card instead of the yeah. bottom. Oh, no more okay. is leaving, which is great because it made cable really, really, really bad. And he well, I mean, the problem is, is it's too little, too late. Because uh, if I'm gonna play a two drop in my uh, collector Mirage Dino now. deck, Mirage <laughs> uh, is just better in every way. And, yeah. Well, uh, the one, the one benefit for cable still is the fact that you do take the card from them. So. In, whereas oh, okay. Mirage, you know what they have, right. and you get a bigger one. But Cable, like if I grab their 
I grabbed okay. their Hive or Hulk or whatever, then I know All right, have it. fine, fine. Look, the... let me cope. I have like three or four cable variants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're good ones too. The the baby they're variant. Okay. Considering right. considering the like the lore of cable, his stats are way too low. Just saying. <laughs> I I, this is a not lore podcast. Uh, save it for the uh, lore video. Yeah, save it for the lore episode. All right, are we ready I'll, to? I'll take the week off. So, Nate, uh, ready to cry about Spider Man for a few minutes? This character oh, yeah, is near and dear to your heart, so yeah. I'll, I'll let you take this one because uh, I wouldn't want to deny you uh, <laughs> the 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 pain, the pleasure. Yeah, it's just different. Like, all right, so Spider-Man, everyone knows Spider-Man is a 5-4 that would lock the lane down, right? So previously said, nobody can, or your opponent can't play cards here next turn, unless it's Jeff. Well, it was a 5-4. It used to be a 4-3. Then they changed it to a 5-4. And, uh, right, next. that's right. It got nerfed already. So so anyway, yep. but now the card has been completely reworked, so it no longer lane locks anything. It is now a 3-cost, 5-power it says on reveal, swing to another location and pull an enemy card with you or whatever. It's something like that. The text is way too small. But essentially, you, you play it in the one location. It moves to a different one. And then it pulls a random enemy card from the location you played it at to the location that it moved to. Now, it does get the... I saw someone ask earlier, I think on Twitter, about how the locations work and, and if it's getting like buffs like Shuri's lap or whatever, it's based on the location that you played it at. So you'd still get the bonus, but like there's the random effect. Now I think that it's cute because it plays into like the rest of these spider verse cards that all like swing and move around and whatever, but it's just reworked the card like completely different. It's just no longer like they've, they've nuked the, uh, the lane lock, thing and and i suppose that there are a lot of people that are probably happy because uh it's one of those where like you enjoy doing that to other people and really hate when it's done to you but it, it's just completely like changed I... everything yeah and it's just another nail in the galactus coffin by the way and i i cried a little bit earlier as well when when i found out like that the likelihood of of any um Re revision or re revert to Galactus based on the Spider-Man change because that was probably who one of the like Spider-Man was at least like partially to blame for that because like Galactus into Spider-Man into like you can't well, that's play what anything hated the most right like, yeah definitely the the Spider-Man stuff but like it's it's I think it's a more thematic change for sure and I think with a character as iconic as Spider-Man that's not a bad thing to do no it's but cool like, it's I just it's like with removing the old card from the game i think it should have just been a different card like, yeah i think spider-man is better off like i think more people will play spider-man because of this change and i think he's like he's a decent card and he makes for interesting games because unless your board is filled up like you can't account for where he's gonna go and where the thing he pulls is going and so, like, that's been kind of interesting, and it's also made some of the, the move stuff better, like, particularly uh, Craven has felt a lot better between Spider-Man, uh, Silk finally seeing some more play, Jeff, like, Craven's actually been pretty good uh, with the Spider-Man change I've found. Like, Lambie posted a list, I've, I've tried that, I really like that. So, like, I think this was a fine change, but I really disagree with them, like, taking out the effect of this card. I think they should have just slapped this on another 
uh, on a different card. Like, I think the effect was fine. There were ways to get around it. You had Doom, you had Jeff, you had the newly buffed Vision and Marvel. Like, I don't think Landlock was that insanely oppressive. Uh, I'm glad that it's I... It's not like Professor X, you know, like where you can't put anything there. But Jeff, it's like you had ways to get in the Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that I played, like, I, I, I got my fill kind of of Galactus and Spider-Man before the major nerfs or changes so at least like i hit i hit infinite with galactus before it got murdered and i played a ton of lane lock and stuff with spider-man before he got reworked and so at least like i feel okay kind of sad for the people who don't get to enjoy it i i don't really know somebody like i i saw it and people are like oh three cost does a silver surfer buff I'm like yeah i guess but not really because there's silver, like better cards right. that you put into that here's, deck, the, hot, right? so here's like, the hot take of the night and uh safety blade still in the chat uh this is this is for you silver surfer needs the buff because it's a bad card you, you know what here? i was I playing <laughs> i i was off in the wilderness last week and with poor cell reception playing conquest which is a bad idea by the way like <laughs> And I did it anyways, but like I, I had some crazy swing turns with like negative into like Wong Mystique Surfer, uh, yeah, and like I'd still lose. Like... I'd still lose though. And yeah, that's what I'm saying still... like it's not. It's yeah, not yeah. like I could high roll and still lose. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the data right now on Silver Surfer. Um, we're gonna look between seventy and a hundred. This 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 season because it's still pretty new and not everyone's hit infinite yet silver surfer okay well it's so pumped let me check conquest it's got <laughs> that's how you know you didn't like the well, result <laughs> I well everything is good on ladder the cube yeah, yeah. rates are, no, are right. insane right now like if i look at the cube rates between 70 and 100 for like the tier two decks they're all over 0.5 like the the bot population on ladder is really like has really increased i think for a lot of players anyways it has a 50 percent win rate in conquest so there you go it's a, it's a positive card i just don't think surfer's that good um you know, but a here's lot of the people thing that surfer that. is good at i think i think it was km who said this i don't know someone said it and it really resonated with me here's where where surfer shines surfer shines because you don't get you, you like dodge the annoying tech cards that swing the matchups but like it's really really mediocre when you're going up against things that aren't leaning on their tech cards, like Shang-Chi or Enchantress. Like, so it's like you make the Shang-Chi decks feel bad about running their Shang-Chi, but if you're playing against a deck that isn't leaning heavy on its tech cards, like they just outpower you very easily. Uh, is is the that's kind of the feeling I've gotten from it. And like the only other time where it's neat is when like you get a excuse to run like a good counter card, like Cosmos popped up more because of it, and Cosmos really good in some matchups. But it's just yeah. it when you're when you're just going like raw power to power, uh, you get outpowered by a lot of things. As it's it's a point slam deck, and like so, Safety Blade in chat said that Surfer's the better version of Patriot, and so okay, and Bounce is the better version of, of Surfer. Better than Surfer. <laughs> Ooh. Now that mainly is because a hot, of that is a hot take. Patriots right, is underplayed. Fair enough. 
Yeah, I, I guess the the, it's the it's newer boring. builds of it. I, I think I think safety meant old like school the place traditional Patriot builds. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he meant the traditional builds, not not the iron lad kind of weird. Lad lists, carries but, lad ca- yeah. hardcore carries the the Patriot archetype in my opinion. I don't think it's great or anything. Yeah, I think it is better than Surfer. And uh, there, yeah. So bounce is a better point slam deck. Sure, Red Skull's probably a better point slam deck, the, although it's the not Legion played. Lockjaw, Lockjaw is a better point slam deck. That's what I've been climbing with this month, and and it just it 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 it's such a stupid deck. It just gets there though. Um, Lad carries every deck. Yeah, exactly. Lockjaw. Lad carries probably... a ton of decks. Like if without Lad, Patriot would would be yeah. in shambles right now lad is like the it just it has such a good synergy with like the vast majority of the cards in the deck it really gives it a boost when you can get that because it's just such a good body and then the high rolls are so nutty like when we were playing ben's deck the other week and it was such a strange looking deck but like it was a silver surfer deck and we ran we ran lad and spectrum and it just kind of like it worked like it, it was weird but it worked uh I, so my powerful my opinion on so the the mechanical changes are fine the thing is fine spider-man so i i think that in a way spider-man was a menace well it was a menace but it was a direct nerf to the lockdown strategy (laughs) and i think that that we were talking about this earlier but when so when high evo got nerfed initially a uh, high evo lane lockdown was easily the best deck in the game or amongst the best decks it it defined the meta right yeah. and um when it got nerfed people then started playing thanos lane lockdown which was very good i think what people didn't realize is that evo was still really good and um people were still winning with it and it had really good data so i think that this was this was kind of a final nail in the coffin for that um, deck archetype, uh, which probably still would have been really strong. I, I don't. I people really hated playing against the lockdown decks. It didn't really bother me that much. But then again, it didn't bother me to play against Galactus the way it triggered some people. So I think that your your experience will vary based on. Oh, a lot on, of people hated it. A lot. Of yeah, hated it. I hated Spider Man when you could play two of them, right? In the in oh, January, right? uh, yeah, that, that was. I got my first. I got my first there. infinite on the back of Double Spider Man, right? It was so, so that, obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, I, I look. I mean, I'm. You can you can quote me on this. I think that. If they had to change Spider-Man, at least it's nice that that now all the Spider cards thematically kind of share the same mechanics. So it's a bit of a, it's it's not a lore win; it's a game mechanic win. Also, the way he kind of like changes lanes, the way Silk does, feels more Spider-Man-esque. But I I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings on this. I I, I think that hopefully it'll be better for the game in the long run. And uh, you know, right now I think the meta is is in a pretty good place. I think some mm-hmm. people are kind of bored because, you know, the way that the card system works, um, new archetypes don't often get introduced. And that's a, both a blessing and a curse, right? Um, but it also can create the feeling of um, a stagnation for the for the more engaged players. I'm not there yet. I still am having fun playing. Uh, but I have about a third of the game time that you have, zombies, and you've been noting that you've been feeling a little bit um, 
Yeah, it's just uh, there's Fatigued. nothing that really inspires me. Like, I still have fun playing the game. I'm just like very casual with it right now. Just do my dailies or whatever. Maybe play an extra game here or there. But like the the last OTA was like very fun because Magic has always been a card I really liked, and mm-hmm. it, it made this like kind of like everyone was playing all these wacky combo decks, and yeah. so like that was super fun. And that was probably like the most refreshing an OTA has ever felt. I think OTAs are the big thing that are helping them out with the fact that like they're not introducing new archetypes all the time and stuff. Like OTAs have helped a lot with that, and I like the last one a lot. Uh, but it's calmed down a bit, and like there's still like I don't think it's like a solid format or anything. Like people are trying new stuff. The the Lambie decks taken off a bunch, uh, right? And I've been yeah. playing that. That's been fun to play, but like. I don't feel super compelled to like try and build something new right now because I feel like most of the things I would build are just iterations on things I've played a bunch of in the past. They're just like slightly different versions of it. Uh, that's why the Lambie deck is cool because it's kind of different than most of the other stuff. I mean, it has a a similar shell, but it <clears throat> works a little bit differently um, with like the, the Spider-Man cards and Silk and I like that, but... I, I just think the the lack of new archetypes having played like uh, really really a lot of the game over the past like ten months I I just want more new stuff to like encourage different types of decks or deck building like I was pretty excited for Dakin to come out and then he came out and it just doesn't really do it for me like I I don't think he's a bad card like he's a fine card I think he's like particularly good in discard but. I just don't find the effect to be as fun as I was expecting it to, um, which is a shame because, you know, we're coming off the Phoenix Force, which was a real underwhelming one, um, even after the buff. And so it's like two in a row. It's like, I feel like the season pass card's always the big one. But I did a little poll the other day, and a lot of people do seem to be enjoying Dakin. I got some 422 votes uh, just seeing what people felt about Dakin. Uh, 39% like Dakin, 44% are neutral, only 3.8% do not like him, and then 12% just wanted the results. So, like, I think he is succeeding as a season pass card, but... Uh, yeah, he's just not very good. I, I voted neutral. He's not very exciting. I, I think he's, yeah. like, a fine card. It's it just... I, I liked Thor a lot, and so I thought, given that he's like Thor and that he gives you another thing to make himself bigger, I was like, oh, I'm going to like this card a lot. But I just, I haven't felt that that feeling of excitement, because he really just, you just slam him in your destroy deck or your discard deck, and you just call it a day. You're not really doing much different with the deck. Um, and I think that's kind of the thing I want more of, is just like, I want... Like, when they added Darkhawk, Darkhawk made, like, a whole new archetype because it was like, oh, suddenly the rock cards are, like, useful. Those didn't see any play before. Or Haibo. I mean, we're probably not going to get another thing uh, anywhere close to, like, Haibo in terms of, like, how many new cards it introduces. But, like, I really like when they add new archetypes, and I feel like we don't get a whole lot of that. And uh, I would like more of that because I feel like we're just constantly iterating on archetypes I've played, like thousands of hours of <laughs> and i want something new <laughs> to try i i don't think a lot of people are going to be in that boat because a lot of people probably don't have like 2k hours in the game so like I, I don't think it's really a game problem i think it's just a natural thing that happens when you played a, a ton of a uh, card game like and i think snaps release cycle uh 
will eventually make this a bigger problem for a lot of the rest of the player base. It's just going to take that longer to happen because, like, they don't play as much as, like, I play or play. Yeah, and and so it's like right now I've kind of shifted to doing some Evo stuff, which I didn't really experiment with when it was the Tyrant because it was the Tyrant and I'm too much of a hipster, right? Now that it's like <laughs> a bespoke tier two thing, I'm I'm playing it a little bit. So there's still things for me to explore. Um, so I, I don't quite have the same fatigue, but I, I do think that it is tough, right? Like they're in a tough spot because the only way that you introduce new archetypes is with cards that are like Evo, but you know, they're going to, um, it's hard to predict exactly their impact and they'll have to be adjusted. But I imagine that will, um, I imagine we'll see other, other things that will spawn new archetypes. I, 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 I have hope that. For uh, sure. We definitely will. And the, I think the other hard part is, and we saw us in the move month a bit, it's uh -huh. really hard to make a new archetype when you can't do something like Evo or Darkhawk where you lean on existing cards. Because then you need people to get multiple of the new cards that enable the new archetype. And most people just aren't going to be able to do that, assuming they're releasing those cards alongside each other. Like right. if they print three new cards to make a new archetype in a month, and on average players are getting like one of those three, like they're just going to pass on them because they know they can't actually build the full archetype. And that's like, it's a problem with the release model um, where like you can't do it like a normal card game where you just release like oh here's a new archetype with a bunch of new cards for it. it just doesn't really work with how they release cards most of the time yeah so speaking of archetype and new archetypes i don't think this qualifies as a new archetype but um before we wrap there is one last thing that i wanted to talk about and this is kind of a new variation of an existing archetype that was popularized by Lambie. I think that Lambie iterated the idea from someone else, but I'll give Lambie the credit because Lambie is the person that I notoriously bet deck Lambie series GG. And this deck is like, it, it's centered around the new Spider-Man, um, but it also relies on cards like Silk and... Um, uh, Finally, Silk's time to shine. <laughs> Hulkbuster. There's some odd choices in here. I think I, that I got think, cut. I think yeah. I think I think I that Hulk some of the Buster. cards. Well, it's a three-five, right? So like, it's still. I don't think it's pretty, awful or anything. It's uh, pretty I think premium statted. He talked about putting it on Silk, so you just have like this this huge body just moving about the board, which is and, kind of cool. Yeah, but. so you're you're running you're running Kitty Pride and Angela and Silk, which are three cards that synergize pretty well. Craven, which grows, Craven's you know, been great. Craven's been and, really good with this deck. And finally, we have a move deck that is not a meme. And guess what? It's not running. It's not running Heimdall. Heimdall. <laughs> it's not uh, running it is... many move cards. Honestly, it's what we have. I guess it's a few. Like what? Jeff, Silk, Spidey, Marvel. So it's four miles. I guess you know is a payoff. Yeah, but you get the payoff like pretty easy. Oh, you what, get the payoff super easy. What did they replace really nice. uh, Hulkbuster with? Uh, I'm trying to remember. He probably has it up on here. I'll uh, I'll go to snap. Uh, I'll go to because I refused attack. to play Hulkbuster. I just did not. Uh, not even because I thought it was bad. I just well, you know the real reason, Blue. It's because I don't have a variant. Oh, you don't have the blue. I have the blueprint <laughs> variants. I totally would play Hulkbuster. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's kind of the so. Let's hear. Let me check out decks that run Silk. 
Here it is. Here's oh the Lambie special. So there's. I think the I just version. put in Killmonger because a lot of people are running one drops. I'm pretty sure that's what I did. Uh, this Killmonger's one runs Kitty really and Nightcrawler. Why is it running um, Kitty anyway? It's just because it's a good. Kitty's card. just good with Angela. Uh, it's like, still you can the best Kitty one. in a lot. Well, but it also is a way of repeatedly procking Silk, which yes, yep. gener which oh, is good for yeah, Miles and Craven. Yeah. And but here's the thing, like Kitty's Kitty Pride, yeah. So so post nerf, Kitty's still a really good card. Like it, it's really really Agreed. good. No, I agree. And, I agree. Yeah, and great. this this is still at its heart. Like uh, it's almost like um a mashing of a few different ideas. It's like you you have the 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 two card bounce package. You've got the the Miles package that kind of has some of the the hallmarks of the the Zabu Darkhawk Black Bolt list, mm -hmm. uh, and then you've got kind of Craven and Spider Man that are the two new uh, new kids on the block, um, figuratively and literally in the case of Spider Man, which was just changed. Uh, deck is doing 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 numbers. Uh, it's looking really good. It feels got, good to play. A uh, six hundred and eighty battles in conquest with a 63 percent win rate it's pretty good and in ranked between 70 and 100 again a lot of pumper bots 65 percent win rate with a 0.9 cube average the highest uh version that's the hulkbuster one um yeah deck <laughs> i bet this deck confuses the bots because of all of the movement oh yeah this is great versus bots <laughs> i can confirm and legion has continued to be like a pretty high tier performer because he can just yeah. scam games sometimes especially it against has like premium, magic decks premium 5-8 stat line too yeah you can play it on six with kitty is a, yeah. is another line like legion's just been really like he's not always great but when he is good he's really really good and nothing else does what he does like he's it's kind of like jeff in that regard where it's like like, There's no replacement. You yeah. can't replace Legion and get the same kind of effect. Well, it's just um, a very unique um, effect. Yeah. Yeah, because you can use it defensively, offensively. It varies a lot between like the locations per game. Um, I will say I have really, really liked Killmonger in this list though, because like sure. so many decks are running. Yeah. They're still running Nebula, Sunspot. It's good against the Thanos. Like I've really liked Killmonger. In I that mean, it's Killmonger, spot. right? Remember my rule from like a couple months <laughs> yep. ago? It's like I'm only gonna play decks that run Jeff and Killmonger. Like yep. I mean, it's just like <laughs> it's just the all-purpose card. Yeah, it's and just, it's great. It's you're losing two stats. Cards. Yeah, you're gonna take way more off the board. Yeah, you, you take way more than two points off the board most of the time, and like you can still do it as a tempo play. Sometimes you hold it, uh, but a lot of times you're getting it down on turn three or turn four, and uh, it's been good. So this is uh, this is a new archetype, kind of. I understand you could argue it's it's move or it's running a lot of the good cards from other decks, but I mean, it's this pretty is, new. This is like, pretty. This is, is pretty new. This it's is definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to play too. I will say, like, as much as I liked the old Spider Man, I think the new one is like objectively more fun of a card, like in terms of like like watching it do its thing and like having to the and Lambie talked about this, but like the the and his the deck name like alludes to it. It's really hard to pinpoint where your opponents are going to be going for power. Because you are moving about the board, and then you have things like Captain Marvel, which can move at the end. It's so it really does like it makes it challenging. People don't know as easily. Oh, they're going for the left and the right, or the mm -hmm. middle and the left. And I think there's definitely a like that's a powerful element when 
it's not so transparent or obvious where you're going to be playing your cards. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for them to know because you don't know exactly. <laughs> Safety nails it. Yeah. That that's pretty pretty accurate. Like because you don't know where that Spider Man's going unless your board is full on one lane, and that's why Jeff is still so good here because like you can use him to help fill up a lane to guarantee you know you're not going to have your Silk move there when you don't want to or your Spider Man. It's the deck makes a lot of sense. Like I I was I was skeptical when I saw it, and then I played it. And I was like, oh no, this this makes a lot of sense. Like it just kind of works. Well, um, hopefully we continue to see decks that uh, you know, challenge our perceptions about what cards are good or not. A lot of us were Silk believers, but we just didn't have the right shell for it. It looks like now maybe maybe we do. So that's pretty cool. I think she was always good in Sarah. It was just too hard to find a cut because there's so many good cards for Sarah. Like It was just hard to justify it over like some of the other things. That That's still the other deck that I just have been playing religiously has been the Sarah deck. Uh, that you posted blue and it's still putting up the good numbers yeah i i so so it's funny ham is just so annoying though yeah. I, I keep getting sarah hammed and it, it's and but sometimes you still just win which is really funny to me but it's ham is really annoying for the sarah deck uh, <laughs> are you playing are you playing ham in your sarah no, I'm I'm still running Witch in the ham spot, but okay. I could definitely see putting ham in now that Magic is a bit less popular than it used to be. Like when Magic was everywhere, Scarlet Witch is just way too good. But now that it's it's calmed down a bit with all the Magic decks, I could see putting ham in because ham is a powerhouse. Really, really good card. It puts in work, that's for sure. It's just like a high tempo deck. Like you're you're putting out decent stats. You're making it hard to guess where you're playing cards. It's uh, my, I love how Miles started out as like when he came out, he was just like viewed as a pretty bad card because you had to play move cards and like the move cards just weren't really good enough. But now we have Jeff, we have Silk, we have new Spider-Man and those cards are significantly better. I mean, you can argue that Polaris is similar to new Spider-Man. And I think that's like a fair argument, but there was nothing like Jeff or Silk. Like those cards are far and away miles, no pun intended, better <laughs> than uh, than the other move cards we had as options before. And Lambie chose the correct Silk variant. Although I have to say, so many of Silk's variants are are, are they're bangers. They're really great. Good. Um, so I, I think that gets to the bottom of our list. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, we do have a hard stop at the bottom of the hour. So I think perhaps we may want to um, wrap it there. Uh, I think that I could sum up this episode in uh, a sentence. And that sentence would be game good, economy bad. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I, I love the game. Sentiment. I, I absolutely adore the game. It's super fun. I love Marvel Comics. I've been reading them since I was a kid. It's great. The economy's dog doo-doo. <laughs> so. Yeah, it just gets... It, it would be much more enjoyable to just, you know, be able to experience one without experiencing the other. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, it's not the reality. But it is what it is. Hey, on their roadmap, they have spotlight cash improvements. So maybe it gets better. Or maybe they just throw an infinite ticket in there as a bonus and call it a day. Only time will tell. <laughs> uh, be in line with the regular cash change. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm not holding my breath. I don't think anyone else should either. But, you know, make do with what we have for the time being. Yeah. Well, guys, um, uh, 
where can you be found on this world wide web mr zombies go nom nom oh yeah you can find me on twitter same name here on screen zombies go nom nom same for youtube uh twitch zombies with the z i took some time off for vacation gonna try and get back into the swing of things um I have a slightly Ba-dooms. bigger project I'm working on for hopefully next week where I'm going to talk about some some of the stuff we talked about today, but more so uh, the, the general trends I've seen with Snap in terms of like the engaged community and why I want to kind of change my approach a bit um, rather than just do the standard stream the game, do some gameplay, do some decks. I, I think... Uh, think there's going to be some changes there for me, but I'm looking forward to them because I think it's going to be more interesting stuff. So keep an eye out for that, I suppose. Yeah, I'll look forward to it. Mr. Nate Wolf. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter still, or X or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, I know. I know. I know. I'm just waiting for a better alternative. Uh, you can follow me at Nate Wolf TCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. Always a pleasure to be here and chat with you all, though. Likewise, you can still sure. find me on X, Twitter, whatever, um, B-L-U-T-R-A-N-E. I also have started an Instagram account. Mm. Um, I've had it for some time. I just don't really use it. Um, but I'm trying to trying to change that. Um, and you can find me on Instagram.com. It is Blue Train, but instead of B-L-U-T-R-A-N-E, it's pipe three l-u-t-r-a-n-e because apparently every variation of blue train was taken on instagram when i made this account like three years ago a lot more people use instagram than twitter apparently Hmm. um so you can find me there uh i have both of them cross-linked so you can always just find it on twitter i you know probably good thing to still follow me on twitter but i am trying to 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 branch out a little bit there as the social media scape has become somewhat uh of a of a state in flux. Um, thanks guys for, for uh, coming on on a Thursday night. I know it's not our usual night to record and we kind of just did this at the last minute. It was awesome. And thank you to those who listen to us live in chat, those who are watching us on YouTube or listening to us on Apple or Spotify or anywhere that you get a podcast. Um, we'll try and get back to our twice monthly cadence. I think that was working out well for us. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's just a, a bit of a, a timing thing. Um, but while we try to get back on track, we'll we'll try and keep it Cosmo and focus on the <laughs> game, the positive, and not things that we find less desirable because there's still so much to enjoy about Marvel Snap. That's right. Yep. All right. Keep it Cosmo. That's right. Keep it Cosmo. Enough said, got- bub. <laughs>